This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Bonfire night is over, the countdown to Christmas is on and with that the Stags have started the season of good cheer early with cup progress, seeing off non-league Chorley in the FA Cup and leapfrogging a strong League One Burton Albion in midweek to progress to the next stage of the Leasing.com trophy. But now it's back to league action tomorrow with a trip to struggling Macclesfield, who according to reports haven't trained yet again today as the crisis at that club continues. Can the Stags avoid a potential upset and show their ruthless streak against the other MTFC in order to kickstart their own season once more? Tonight, Nathan joins me to chat all things MTFC as we reflect on the power of the cup, the impact of those games in the league, faces knocking on the door and much, much more in between, including bits from Lee Glover and goal-scoring defender Ryan Sweeney. I think we've moved the ball quite well and we, we are creating chances, um, which is good to see. A clean sheet is obviously something that we'd like, we like more often. Um, I think really the strength and depth. People came in on Tuesday night at Burton um, I'm thinking of Clarkey and Ali and uh, Will, Will Thomas and all these people came in and they're chomping at the bit to get in the team. Tuesday was one where we wanted to progress as well. We knew we had to go to Burton and, and win the game and, and the lads put in a really good, solid performance, You know, especially the, the young lads stepping in. I thought Clarkey and Ali were brilliant and obviously the other lads that come into the team that probably haven't had a, as much game time. So it was a really positive start to the week and hopefully we can take that into Saturday. All of that and much more, including your Comments and questions in the live feed. Get them in now. This is the chance for you to have your say on your team. Let's keep the conversation going. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Everybody loves a Friday night. Work is done. Bell, please. Thank you. Uh, we should rehearse that. That's uh, terrible. It's the end of the week. <laughs> Football is just around the corner. I'm not doing it. Why? Because <laughs> it's for certain words and you're not oh, even delivering I'm, I'm it. I'm abusing it. Oh. Shocking. Oh, dear. And we are galvanised because the weekend is upon us. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, uh, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield really does matter. Uh, the eagle-eyed amongst you tonight, those who are watching on the live stream will already notice uh, that it's only me and Nathan tonight. There is no camp because um, uh, he believes in his brain that politics is more important than football and therefore is out canvassing for one of the uh, main parties in this area that are running the upcoming general election really don't care I actually fell asleep halfway through my own sentence there uh, but if somebody knocks on your door and he's wearing a really stupid Superman hat and he looks ginger and got a ginger beard I wouldn't answer it 
Not because it was. Not, well, no, not because it's a political thing, but because it's can that's knocking on the door. Uh, that aside, uh, get your comments in, get your questions in. Anything MTFC related, we'll be here for the next hour or so. Uh, apologies that it's a little bit later than uh, we said earlier on. Also, apologies that it's uh, earlier than what it usually is. It's a long way around that, isn't it? Uh, it's Friday night, everything's all up in the air. Uh, this is the only chance that we've had to actually do this podcast physically uh, this week, so here we go. Uh, Macclesfield tomorrow, of course. At the moment, we're all watching Sky Sports News, or keeping an eye on Sky Sports News, to see if the game will go ahead, because Macclesfield's players haven't trained today, and they've said they will refuse to, pe- refuse to play if they are not paid by 6 o'clock. That deadline, 11 minutes away as we speak at the moment. First of all... deadline day, this is... It is... Uh, Nathan Edge is on si- uh, alongside me. Um, first and foremost, like you said, it is like a, a deadline day. Mm. I've never known something as crazy as this. They have striked before they sh- they went on strike in the FA Cup game. Yep. It will make it very interesting if they strike tomorrow, won't it? Yeah, I mean, anything that's different between this and the FA Cup game that we probably should point out is that uh, in the FA Cup game they could field a youth team, which is what they did. Uh, which obviously they went on to lose 4-0 to was it Kingstonian I think yeah. it was um, however they can't do that in the league unless they as, as they're not a, uh, the youth team haven't been registered to play unless they've done that today which yeah, I don't know how quick you can get a turnaround on that so I think the chances are if, if they haven't been paid by 6 o'clock that the game will probably be off and that's what I'm guessing I don't think the youth team will be able to play but I guess I guess it's just as good as yours at home really I guess we're going to find out in the next uh hopefully the next 10, 15, 20 minutes um, and we're not left waiting too long. Certainly, we need to know by tomorrow morning. We don't want to be setting off to Macclesfield and, uh, and it getting called off then. That would just be annoying. So Absolutely. Even though it's not that far, it still would be very frustrating because I can do better things with my day. In, in this the, current weather yes, uh, situation absolutely. as well. I mean, that's the other thing we've got to see whether the, if the rain keeps away because that would be another thing putting the match at risk. So, all I can say is uh, keep your eyes on the Mansfield Matters page and, and Mansfield Town FC and just keep looking out for the news because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, it's a crazy world in, in football. One would presume that uh, the start of the season, like Mansfield have, uh, that X amount of those youth team slash academy players at Macclesfield would be registered mm. as first teamers. So there might even be another possibility that they could scramble aside. Uh, together, whether that's uh, you know a starting eleven with no subs or uh, starting eleven with a couple of subs, it, uh, it all knows? depends on who's who's deciding to strike. If it, is it is it all those that are listed as first teamers are they all decided together as a unit that they're going to strike? So none of them would be involved, or is it? I, I'm assuming it probably would be. I don't think it'd be those that just say that they're, 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 you know the starters because everyone would want to think they've got a chance to start it if you know what I mean wouldn't you so you, I don't know yeah. and the other issue as well is you know are club staff also going to join forces with that are, you know it's not just the yeah. players not being paid it's the coaching staff it's the management it's the office staff people like that as well you know there's a real danger that even if uh, you know the players are, are paid and they're willing to, to play that the game might not go ahead anyway because of other people not being Page, you know, so much so many different scenarios, so many considerations. Absolutely, I mean, it's it's a sad situation. You know, we've seen what happened to Barry in the you know the close of last season, which I think we all sort of saw coming anyway. Um, Frustrating, obviously, because it's to our expense. We've all we've all gone over that in detail. But what's sad is to see that it's happening to yet another football club. You know, you'd think so so soon after it happening, you'd think the. 
the, the AFL would would try and get to grips on this sort of thing. But obviously, I mean, this has probably been going on for a while, as we know. We had some issues last season, didn't they? So it's not anything new. But you would have thought it would have, they'd have done something to try and resolve this issue before the league, before they kicked the ball at the start of the season. But obviously not. We're in the situation as it is. Um, and it's probably going to be an ongoing thing for, for, for a long time unless they get bought out. So uh, we can only deal with it ourselves. But, but for me, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the match will be on. Absolutely. Well, that certainly uh, answers Jamie's question. He's already been in touch. He uh, asked, will the game go ahead tomorrow? Uh, we were also poor against Ch- Chorley, better at Burton. Well, let's talk about that. Because from John Nepson's perspective, there'll be nothing more than that he'll want than getting that game on tomorrow. Because Mansfield, in the last week... I've turned a little bit of a corner. Yes, it was a poor... That was day again. It's happened. I know, it's happened. I know, I know. <laughs> it was a poor display against Chorley. Yep. A frustrating one. Uh, there was a few comments saying, you know, from the management and the players saying that Chorley made it difficult for us and marked us out of the game and, and that sort of thing. It wasn't that at all. We made it hard for ourselves yeah, in being yeah. negative. Uh, but that was surpassed in midweek by uh, winning a game which we all thought would get battered in against the good strength that Burton sides progressed to the next stage of the leasing.com trophy. Objective uh, objective done. Wembley's a little bit closer. Uh, draw for that is tomorrow, I believe. Uh, I think we're up against... Uh, we could be drawn against... Uh, I'm going to get this right Salford Port Vale uh, Leicester under 21s Leicester under 21s is the other one Doncaster possibly no but it wasn't Dan- Doncaster uh, there's somebody was, else aren't there there is another team in yeah, there yeah there's somebody else uh, Accrington that's the Accrington that's who are they the, yeah exactly and we will be oh dear <laughs> uh, we'll also be away in that game as well so uh, probably a positive for, at the moment yeah positive at the moment indeed um, but yeah let's assess those two games let's start with the uh, the FA Cup um, very poor performance very disappointing display in, in some respects as well but ultimately job done <coughs> through to the next round yeah I mean you can analyse it in two different ways you can al- analyse it as a performance or you can analyse it as a result uh, you know if we talk about the result end of the day in the cup it's uh, win the game and you're through and that in the bottom line is all that's important and uh, when we look back uh, which I know John Dempster had been doing pre-match uh, looking back on the cup run we had uh, a few years ago obviously when we got to play the likes of, of Liverpool uh, am I right in thinking the very first round of that one wasn't very good either no the very uh, first the very first obviously we had to go through the uh, qualifiers in that as well uh, but I'm trying to think if we played in the qualifiers I can't actually remember if we played in the qualifiers but I remember uh, the first round proper was Slough yeah. uh, away obviously it was uh, Slough at home drew uh, then played them away uh, Dempster got sent off in that game <laughs> in the away game and Mansfield won on penalties instantly the last time Mansfield actually won on penalties seven years ago uh, crazy <laughs> in that one but it did spark a good cup run and indeed a good end of the season yeah so uh, you know as far as the FA Cup's concerned the most important thing is the fact that we are in you know, we were in that half of the second round uh, and we're, we're still competing in the competition and who knows what can happen from here on so obviously we went on to uh, to, to draw either Bradford or Shrewsbury uh, away which is um, a positive it's not the, the draw that I would have liked I was hoping for a new ground well technically I haven't done new meadow Shrewsbury so I'm hoping Shrewsbury get through so I've done it once and I've obviously got Bradford in the league so yeah so that I've, it's Shrewsbury for me I only want yeah. Shrewsbury I'm not interested I'm, I'm in the time against Bradford I don't I'm want to get Bradford twice <laughs> absolutely um, so I was we'll solidify that into one trip I'm going to get an achy leg by the end of this. <laughs> if you've not realised, <laughs> uh, here's the reference for you, by the way, listeners and, and viewers. There we go. Uh, 
a few weeks ago we were saying we wanted a bell on the podcast for when we say our key words Cam got one on his phone an app on his phone and then spent far too long actually on his phone flirting with a girl yeah, um, shocking. shocking in the middle of a podcast so we really? flagged him it is, yeah this is disciplinary isn't yeah it? this is disciplinary punishment is going out and delivering leaflets yeah <laughs> exactly uh, so, but Nathan's actually brought a proper bell which will now be part of the podcast forever but don't worry it won't be overused absolutely not <sighs> sorry that's the last exactly. time, I promise. Uh, right, let's go back to the game itself. If you've got any comments, uh, any uh, comments about the two performances against Chorley, uh, against Burton, anyone who stood out in those games, get them in now. Any questions that you want to ask us or any uh, you know points that you want to make, get those in now and we will, of course, uh, read them out through the duration of the show. Let's go back to that game uh, against uh, Chorley. As we say, job done. Uh, yeah. It had to be done. Uh, Medicine, in the end, made the difference coming off the bench and Nicky Maynard did what Nicky Maynard was doing all the last season, being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, um, uh, so obviously we spoke about the result, but the performance-wise, um, for the first 60-odd minutes, as you sort of uh, mentioned earlier, it, it wasn't good. It, it really wasn't. And, and as you said, it, in the FA Cup, you sometimes can come up against lower league teams and you can see them battling and, and you can get frustrated and you know, because they frustrate you. That's how they do you know, how they work. And that's how you get couple upsets and that's the magic of the FA Cup but we didn't really have that on um, on, on Saturday what's that yeah, yeah. On Saturday um, it was more as you said it was it was a negative sort of style from us and I was a bit disappointed when the, the starting lineup came up I was surprised um, and I was also disappointed I wanted to see us have a bit more sort of pace about us uh, and a bit more energy in midfield a bit more creativity whereas we didn't you know for me have that we didn't we didn't start with that and you could see and and our slow pace which we've, we've been like that quite a lot at home this season uh, sort of very slow playing backwards passing uh, and just sort of running out of ideas a little bit and that's the way the game was going Conrad Logan pulled off a fantastic save oh, catches in it didn't he yeah that, for me that was a man of the match yeah you know because it's hard it's difficult being the keeper he didn't have that much to do but so it's easy to sort of lose concentration and, and whatnot but he was called upon and had, from the replays it may have been going over anyway but he wasn't to know that you know he 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 reacted to it kept us in the game and obviously a minute or two later we go and get the goal which uh, obviously sealed our um, number into the into the hat so two pivotal moments there first of all the save from uh, from Conrad Logan so well done to him for that who has been performing very well lately and uh, I think the addition of Mellis on the pitch and somebody just willing to have a shot from the out, out, you know, have a shot from outside the box, really, because obviously it eventually led to Maynard picking up the uh, bits and pieces off the goalkeeper. And that's exactly what we want him to do. It doesn't matter that he's not scored in a couple of games. He was in the right place at the right time and did the job. And talking of doing the job as well, uh, obviously Burton on the Tuesday night as, as well. We'll hear the thoughts of Lee Glover in a second talking about both of those games. But Burton on the Tuesday night for me, uh, the better of the two games. Nobody expected Mansfield to win that game. They needed to win in normal time to progress to the next stage of the competition, which they did. Uh, goals from Danny Rose and Ryan Sweeney in the first half helped the Stags uh, on the way. It was two very strong sides. Burton put out a very strong side, uh, and Mansfield did as well, despite making a, a number of changes. I think we made nine, uh, eight changes, seven, mm. eight changes uh, in that one. Only uh, Preston, Sweeney, and Tomlinson uh, kept their places in the starting lineup from mm. Saturday. Uh, but it was job done, and more than job done as well, 
it, there was performances in there which have actually given John Dempster a real headache and we're talking from the youngsters as well the likes of uh, James Clark who was phenomenal and Alistair Smith in midfield yeah I, that's we, when you look at the, the team we put out you, we say we made a lot of changes but it certainly wasn't a weak squad really when you look at it uh, on paper for us we had a lot of players there that we know can and will throughout the season step up to the first team and, and, and start games so it was an opportunity for them when things haven't been going fantastic so far this season we've been a bit inconsistent um, certainly performances wise anyway um, so they, they knew it was an opportunity for them to, to go out there away from home in a, in a match that okay yes obviously we wanted to, uh, to, to progress and, and we needed to win against a, a very strong Burton but it was also one of the games kind of where there's no pressure because if we did lose not many people would have really cared in, you know I, I think so you kind of had the bit of pressure lifted and have a bit of freedom to go out there and just show uh, you know the, the, the fans and the, the boss what they can do and those two players you picked out there in particular uh, Smith and, and Clark uh, Smith in particular for me have certainly um, for me and possibly a start for for Saturday especially Smith I think the play the, the area we've been most um, weak weak yeah weak, yeah, weak. Uh, or fragile at the moment weak. in midfield um, yeah. so and that's where it needs to change so his performance on uh, Tuesday night should hopefully at least put him in contact, contention for Saturday absolutely we'll talk more about that side and those who impressed and the uh, headaches etc for a potential game uh, tomorrow still awaiting news of whether Macclesfield's players will agree to play in that game tomorrow or not of course they said earlier in a statement uh, that if they've not pay been paid by 6 o'clock uh, they would not be playing in the game against Mansfield Town tomorrow waiting news of that at the moment it's just gone uh, 2 minutes past 6 so I imagine the players will be refreshing the bank accounts getting on the phone to each other and making a decision I'll expect news on that in the next half hour or so we'll, if we get it whilst we're on we'll of course bring uh, that to you but at the moment uh, it's Mansfield Matterson not Macclesfield so we'll move back to Mansfield and Jamie asked in the comments uh, what did you think to Bishop's comments on Saturday <laughs> first of all a little bit of background to those uh, comments Nathan um, yeah so obviously he, he put out a statement uh, on, on his Facebook page uh, referring to the fact that there was a I think quite a large percentage of the crowd that, that booed at the end of the game on, on Saturday after obviously winning the match which is uh, quite Strange. unusual it's yeah. happened for a long time but I'm kind of going to start on the fence with this a little bit because, first of all, I wasn't one of those that were booed. No, me neither. However, I was Frustrated. one of the ones that weren't very happy. Yes. So, this is one of the things where we've, we've been here already this season in a, in a fashion where we spoke about supporters airing their, their, their voices, you know, giving their opinions and things like that. And there's been certain situations earlier this season where it's, to be honest, it's been absolutely unacceptable. Some of the, some of the comments, personal comments, Two John, John Dempster haven't been acceptable. Conrad Logan certainly early in the season took a lot of stick yeah. during the match, which also isn't great. But there's one thing I think we do say. I remember saying at that point is that if you if you are disgruntled, leave it till the end of the match, which technically <laughs> they did. So it's kind of one of those like yes, it's probably not beneficial for the players for the confidence wise and things like that. However. I do get the other side of the argument where people do say that they pay money to, to wear their voice, you know, to wear their opinions, but at least they left it till the end of the match. Because I would say, actually, although it's frustrating, uh, certainly second half, 
there were it was a decent atmosphere there were some singing and things like that so for me that's one of the things I've always hated when you get on the players' backs during the match at least it waited till the end whether it's a good thing or not probably not but it's one of those that I think the players well surely would already know that they didn't play great anyway but it's a, probably a kick on the backside to say that's something needs to be done and I'd probably just also like to throw out there as well that obviously Neil Bishops took it a bit personal and probably had a bit of a nightmare of a game himself but a lot of that is probably directed more towards the management than the actual players themselves so um, he's probably taking a bit too personal than, than he has to but then again they are probably saying they are a unit as it's sort of said in his post so. Absolutely I think the thing is as well sometimes there's a, a there's a point for each player who will you know decide where the line is drawn and Neil Bishop in particular obviously had, had gone past that point um, but one thing he did mention in his post which I thought was quite apt and it's something which I think is driving a lot of the, ne- the negativity is the fact that we are still even though we are in November now we are still looking back at last season and going why is this not good enough because of last season different manager different shape different tactics different players in certain areas whilst we have gotten the majority of last season I agree with Neil Bishop in, in some way shape or form that we have to accept that last season we failed and we have moved on it's like well, it's, it's like dumping a girl and then taking the new girl to all the same places and constantly making comparisons you have to accept that it's something new and do new things rather than just forever basking in, in, in the olden memories that example you gave me when you when you said it in the car a few few weeks ago was a little bit different there, but uh, I get where you're coming from. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about that. Not five past six on a Friday Maybe in night. Maybe a few hours. Who Maybe knows? five past nine. Yeah, yeah. but um, it depends really what people are. You, obviously, you got to let go of the past. Um, I think we said that. Like you said it last week on last week's podcast. Sort of that game before was was done. You can't do anything about it. Although you're going to discuss it and pick it apart, which is what we're doing. That's uh, kind of the point of football. You you have the actual game, then you have the sort of uh, analytics and whatnot afterwards. But it depends what people are upset about Nick last season. I, I've got over the fact that we didn't get promotion. That, to me, is, is done. Uh, and the way it all happened, it was gutting, but it was done. I think what I'm finding hard to come to terms with is that the brand of Mansfield Town, as in what we were doing on the pitch back then. Yeah. For the, obviously not all the season we wasn't great for some of it for most of the season we was playing you got to say did anyone watch the last four games yeah absolutely so obviously you've got to take it into a bit of context but the majority it was you know high 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 pace one two touch passing some good football uh, you know high intensity etc and the, 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 that's a bit that's been hard to come to terms with this season is that we have we've been a long 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 way off of that um, so I personally think the frustration from a lot of the supporters I mean you know if, obviously we'd love to hear the comments from people who are watching and let, let us know what they think but for me it's it's more the frustration of how we, we know we can play than the fact that we we didn't get promoted last season that, that's the more frustrating aspect for me Absolutely well we've had two wins on the bounce you've got to look at it, it like this now we've had two back to back wins one at home one away one against a, a good strong strength league one side um, in two different competitions We've earned a bit of money in both competitions. Yeah. Prize money for round one in the FA Cup. Prize money for progressing through the group and winning that game in the Leasing.com trophy. Um, two back-to-back wins. Chance to build 
momentum. Let's find out now what effect it's had on the dressing room and hear from uh, the Stags assistant manager, Lee Glover, who was speaking to I Follow Stags yesterday. Let's hear from Lee Glover. Well, we're very happy um, to progress in both competitions. I think the FA Cup, it's always going to be a difficult game. Um, I can remember at Peterborough where we um, we struggled a little bit against a, a non-league side and then we eventually got a good draw. <clears throat> the non-league sides now, a lot of them are full-time. It's not the way, they're not the the way it used to be and it's very difficult. Last season against Chorley, I was at Doncaster, two each in the first leg and uh, it was us that wanted the final whistle because we were going to get put out. If the game would have went on any longer, there was a chance we could have been, been a cup upset. And eventually we got the replay and got through. So a difficult game. Um, and all in all, I thought the lads applied themselves very well. We didn't get an early goal, stuck at it and got the win and got on the hat for the next round, which is very important. The game against Burton, we made a few changes. Um, we had Danny Rose coming back and uh, shuffled the pack a bit. Uh, Jacob Mellis got a game. You know, a few came into the game and uh, it was great to get through. It was a great performance on the night. And I think that there's a bit of confidence in the camp, you know, which victories help. Well, we're encouraged by, I think we've moved the ball quite well and we, we are creating chances, um, which is good to see. A clean sheet is obviously something that we'd like, we'd like more often. Um, I think really the strength and depth. People came in on Tuesday night at Burton, um, thinking of Clarkey and Ali and uh, Will, Will Thomas and all these people came in and they're chomping at the bit to get in the team and we're... We're trying to encourage competition for places and with performances like that, the whole group can see that um, if people don't do the business, there's other people there that can step in. Stags assistant boss Lee Glover speaking to I Follow Stags earlier this week. Uh, he mentioned in there, Nathan, about um, players potentially getting into John Dempster's thoughts ahead of uh, tomorrow's game at Macclesfield. One of them for me, you mentioned Alistair Smith earlier on, one, another one of them for me is James Clark. He had a fantastic game at right back, he was my man of the match and we've been saying this for weeks, if we can get a right back in, hmm. Callum Gordon can push higher up and we can be more uh, successful. When James Clark played earlier in the season, when he had the opportunity to play earlier this season, he was absolutely fantastic and, and really did well. I wouldn't be against giving him another shot in the next coming weeks to and see whether we can get Callum Gordon higher. I'd throw him in on Saturday just for that exact reason. Get him, uh, get him at right back. Let's get Callum Gordon further up, and then um, we can either look at pushing Macker in midfield, uh, sorry, into the centre of midfield, and where where that needs to change a little bit. Uh, certainly away from home, I probably would do that, uh, and and sort of fix the areas something needs to change that's, that's what I think I think something has to change um, even though obviously we have had two two wins now um, something has to change in that midfield area and that possibly could be the way of doing it obviously we don't know has there been any news lately about Hayden White how close he, he is I think to return he's about another week or so away yeah. from, from being available to pick for match day mm. back in training I think John Nemson wants to get another week under him so Obviously, I think if, I think as soon as Hayden's back and 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 ready, I think he'll be in there. But for now, I, I'd I'd be I think James Clark has shown us enough in the uh, the matches he has played. Again, when you bear in mind that Tuesday night it was against a, a league above strong side, and he looked good, you know why not throw him in there on on you know tomorrow and see how he can do.
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people look at Tuesday night and they look at the competition and they think, ah, oh, well, Burton will have made numerous changes, etc., etc., to the field and weakened side. No, they very much wanted to pro progress. I think they made about two or three changes uh, in total. Uh, one enforced in goal with the regular keeper off on international duty. Um, you know, it was a very strong, very experienced side as well. So I don't think that result, that 2-1 victory, can actually be uh, looked at as if Mansfield just swept aside a, you know, a, a smaller, weakened team because it was far from the opposite. They had to raise the game, if anything, because the first ten minutes were actually under the cosh. Yeah, and and throughout the game itself, um, you know, Bobby obviously between the sticks for us Tuesday night, and he had to pull off a string of, of, of good saves. So, which just again is, is evidence that we didn't come up against uh, a Burton Albion and that we're just going to let us go and dictate play. We had to actually. Uh, get stuck in there defensively and things, which is what, which is another positive. It's what we needed. So, it, it, the only the only downside to it is the fact that there was only you know a couple of hundred Stags fans there to witness it, which was a good a good away following. But just it would be so much better if we could put in some of those performances at home now. That's I think that is the uh, the big issue: the fact that we're not doing it at at, at the One Call Stadium. Many apologies. That you can also hear podcast dog bark in the background. <laughs> He's just an idiot. Um, Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, obviously, uh, we had we were talking about James Clark there as well. We've mentioned Alistair Smith uh, in there as well. Great to see Bobby back between the sticks. Yep. He'd be so he'd be so annoyed uh, that that goal went in as well, won't he? Uh, I think so. Yeah, but it's one of them. He, he's 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 just back into it now and um, coming up against League One opposition. It, it was always going to be tough to keep a clean sheet. So. Uh, you know, I, I think we're going to see Bobby cut back soon, uh, in you know, in the league anyway. But at the moment, it would be very harsh to, to drop Conrad for him. Even they both seem to be doing very well at the moment. So we play two keepers instead of like. Yeah. We might actually keep a clean sheet. Yeah. Then. You never know. But <laughs> rush goal, rush, rush, rush keeper. keeper yeah. That'll do. Um, but yeah, it's it's only a positive though. We the, we said this a bit last season where when Bobby was in there, we always knew that we had. A decent number two in, in Conrad that could that could come in if anything did happen to Bobby and obviously it did happen and um, he had a bit of a rough start a bit like he has a start of this season uh, this is Conrad by the way had a bit of a rough start when he first came in and then picked up towards the end of the season and we, we've got that now as in Conrad's picked up Bobby's back now so it's between them two to to sort of uh, earn that goalkeeping jersey yeah so we'll see uh, what happens with that as the season progresses I'm sure that Alessian will get uh, another chance to impress at some point it's just the fact that reserve games keep falling by the wayside as well mm. and absolutely uh, one thing which we've perhaps not mentioned and not a lot of people have maybe picked up on is the fact that our own preparations uh, this week have perhaps been a little bit rocked we're fortunate enough to have an excellent facili facility at the RH Academy um, especially with the uh, all-weather 3G pitch which we trained on a lot towards the back end of last season um, I've been to the RH this week uh, I was there yesterday for one of our uh, events um, and let's just say it looks more like Lamas swimming baths than what it does uh, a football training pitch at the moment. So I imagine in some way, shape or form, that will have hindered the preparations unless we intend to play water polo tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, obviously the, a lot of the country, especially around here anyway, uh, this, this week and last week have been hit by unbelievable amounts of, of rain. Uh, I myself have nearly got stuck in it as well so um, obviously it's going to affect the way we, we prepare for the match but the, the the only thing is we can we can't we certainly can't use an excuse this week because 
I think if you look at our preparation in comparison to, to Macclesfield who you know over there have also had a lot of raids so they probably had that issue but they've had the added stresses of um, striking and not getting paid and things like that I think our situation is a lot better than theirs so um, we certainly can't be using that as, a, as much of an excuse uh, for, for tomorrow if, if the match is actually if it's on It's a very complex situation going back to the Macclesfield thing tomorrow because not only have the players not realistically trained they had a game on Wednesday in the leasing.com trophy in which I believe funds were made available for them to uh, to be paid in order to compete in, in that game uh, or some how did it go on did you know I, 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 I missed I'm it I'm not sure I can't I'll I, I don't know I'll have to have a look uh, but even so you know they wouldn't have trained Monday because they were striked whether they trained or not Tuesday didn't they? or they'd been preparing for that game on the Wednesday they play on the Wednesday so they're not trained obviously maybe rest Thursday they've not trained today how much preparation have they actually done for this this fixture <laughs> you'd imagine not a lot um, which can only be a, a positive for us if we go out but there. Can it, and is that a negative? Because you know, if, if they decide, you know, that they are going to pay them, and they, they've, they've actually had the money in the bank account in the last ten minutes, twenty minutes or so, and they decide to play, is that going to you know galvanise them and, and sort of put them? together as a pack and want to go out and win to end a horrendous week on a high well is this is what I was going to sort of come on to I, I think it's a positive in the fact that their preparation hasn't been good so they've they built up to it uh, you know they've, they've not trained so it's it's a big thing having a week or two not training properly so not working on your shape not thinking about the opposition's uh, threats and things like that um, when, when we think back to sort of our time well last season or whatever or other seasons where you've had a game postponed and you come back the week after and everything seems a bit rusty, rusty. doesn't it and yeah so they, they are they, they're surely going to have that the bit that we don't know what, what to expect is what sort of the mentality they're going to have you know are they going to come and think you know uh, obviously things are going, aren't going great there so are the hearts not going to be in it are they going to sort of think you know what that whatever you know we're not getting paid it doesn't really matter if we win or lose you know it's not like not going to come out and, and not try that that won't happen because no footballer uh will want to do that but you, you, you they could come out like that and be a bit sort of rusty and things but or like you've just said there it could be the opposite effect where we've seen with uh, a bit like Macclesfield of last year when they managed just to stay up when everyone ripped them off at one point and uh, and obviously Barry wasn't getting paid that it's brought them together as a as a unit uh, and obviously as we said earlier that they seem to be striking as a unit so if they are on the pitch I'd imagine they'll be together as a unit playing like that so we just need to hope that we need to match their whatever their mentality is we need to go out there with a bit of uh, grit and determination and hope well, our, there should be no excuses with the preparation of our tactics and things. We should be a step ahead of them with a game plan and the ability to execute it. That that should be the difference. If we can match them with a the battle, we should be able to do the job on the pitch. But 
There's a lot of ifs and buts in there. There certainly is a lot of loose ends to be tied up in answer to your question on about how they got in midweek. Uh, they lost 3-1 to Shrewsbury. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> again, a bit, another bit of a negative for them there. Uh, one positive, though, for Mansfield this week, as we mentioned, they did uh, win in the Leasing.com trophy. Two back-to-back wins in the last uh, seven days. Uh, one man who helped us on the way to that win was uh, Ryan Sweeney. He's been immense again this season, hasn't he? Yeah, it's been nice. Probably the pick of the back three or four, hasn't he? I think so. I think uh, every... All the rest have been well below par. Um, even Piercy, to a certain ex- extent, he started off superb, but he he dropped off before he picked up his injury. Likely to be without him as well tomorrow as well. So. Yeah, which is a, which is another blow. So um, it, at least we have got that at least one player who is stepping up in that defence, which is which is Ryan Sweeney, and uh, even better for him to chip in with a goal on uh, on Tuesday night and. Um, and, and get his confidence up a little bit more. It's, it's only a bonus because remember, he's, he's a young lad. He's a he's a prospect for the future. Um, so the more confidence he can get, and the more game time, I think he's only going to improve. So. Uh, big, big positive in, a, in an area where we have been struggling. Indeed. Well, let's hear from the man himself that he was speaking to I Follow Stags yesterday, speaking about his goal at uh, Burton, his performances of late, and of course the squad's performances of late as well. Let's hear from the goal scoring defender, Ryan Sweeney. It's obviously really positive. You know, we had the, the FA Cup game against Chorley, which we um, managed to get through. Um, and then obviously Tuesday was one where we wanted to progress as well. We knew we had to go to Burton and, and win the game, and, and the lads put in a really good, solid performance. You know, especially the the young lads stepping in. I thought Clarky and Ali were brilliant, and obviously the other lads that come into the team that probably haven't had a, as much game time. So it was a really positive start to the week, and hopefully we can take that into Saturday. It's been disappointing, obviously. You know, especially when you look at last season. Um, you know, we were we were so good defensively, and the defensive record. Was was very good. Um, it's it, it can be one of those. You know, we haven't really had a, a properly se- settled back line throughout the season via suspensions and, and injuries and, and whatnot. So it's one of them. I think once we get a, a settled defensive line and and a solid unit there, we can it'll be something to build on for the rest of the season. Obviously, we're not new to each other. We we know each other from from last season, but. You know, it's it's a new season, and you know you obviously have the break, and then you're trying to get yourself up to speed, and and you know when that happens, you know things can happen. You know, this it's just been probably individual mistakes more than more than anything. Um, but you know, taking going on from from the start of this week, you know, I thought we looked comfortable in the in the first round of the cup, and and obviously Tuesday, you know, we switched to a back three, and it it was really good. So it's uh, something we're working on every day, and and hopefully we can we can improve and get some more clean sheets on the board. You know, I think we've probably played a four a few a bit more in the, in the recent weeks. Um, it's something you've got to be adaptable to. You know, I think we've got the the players and the personnel to to change it from a three to a to a four. Um, we've got good players at the club, and you know, it's just about showing that. On a, on a match day with us, a Saturday or a Tuesday, and um, you know, like I said, hopefully we can we can improve that defensive record and, and get some more clean sheets. Stags goal scoring defender Ryan Sweeney speaking earlier this week to I Follow Stags. You can catch that interview in full and more extra content on there as well by visiting mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow. Lots of great content on there, including highlights of the uh, youth team's game mm. as well. Uh, they did very well in the week as well, making more progression, Nate. Yeah, that's another 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 positive. Obviously, come up against Rotherham. 
uh, very very nearly went in uh, normal time uh, then it's a late late setback but they got the job done in, in extra time winning 4-2 so that's fantastic they've drawn QPR in the next round which is uh, going to be game for them. at home as well isn't it so yeah um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I might have to try and get myself across I'm not sure what date it is but uh, certainly I'm going to check that out I might have to go and, and, and support them in that one because it's a, a fantastic experience for those lads to come up against a side like QPR you know ex-Premier League good youth setup over there so uh, exciting and well done to them Indeed, and uh, the right decision as well from Stakes boss John Dempster in uh, leaving Jimmy Knowles out of the uh, Leasing.com trophy side mm. uh, to put him that, in that FA Cup youth side. More competitive environment for him. Uh, obviously, similar age players, a better way for him to develop. He, he got that call right. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's one of those that, yes, he could have uh, been put in the Leasing.com, which would have been a good, uh, still a good, good, very good test for him, obviously playing against uh, a strong Burton side, but he has been a big part of the, the youth setup and their journey so what a great thing, thing for him to go back into that with uh, you know with, with players that he knows well and he's, he's sort of played with up to this point so he's got his chance in the you know in the first team and be a part of something that could be fantastic for them because you know, if they go, if they do go on to beat QPR they're going to be on for such a it's already a great journey but if they can keep, keep going what a fantastic thing for him to be a part of so um, no, certainly the right call Absolutely and uh, the man who took his place in uh, the squad was Jordan Graham great to see him back he got uh, 10 minutes or so towards uh, the end replacing mm-hmm. Danny Rose who also uh, came back uh, from fitness and great to see him back obviously a little bit too old now for the 18s uh, will play a little bit in the 21s as well but uh, now that he's back in the fold Knowles will presumably just drop back down to the 18s get some more game time and it's now about trying to get Jordan Graham some minutes as well because when he was playing towards the back end of last season before his uh, injury uh, he also you know was looking like a very um, very bright spark and a good addition for us quiet podcast dog <laughs> yeah it's, uh, like I say it's fantastic to, to have him back um, after his you know, fair bit of time out injured so uh, another big positive for us as a, as a team having another young player chomping at the bit to, who's you know, going to be desperate to get into that team and play his part so it's another good thing I think it'll be interesting the, the battle between him and Knowles because I think that both of them will, will feel like they deserve a chance to be at least on the bench in, yeah. in match days so um, you know I don't really want to see it uh, you know as Knowles just dropped back down to the 18 now you know I think to, to the under 18s I think it should be uh, a battle of those two players even though Graham's a little bit older end of the day if, if Knowles is the one that's showing the more promise, promise yeah. and, and things like that I, I, he deserves a chance it shouldn't be down to age uh, it's one of them that if you're, if you're good enough you're old enough so um Hopefully, he doesn't just get forgot about and put into the youth team now and, and and left there to develop, which which can have a positive. It's not it's not the end of the world if that does happen. But if he's showing the potential to be a part a part of the first uh, first squad, then 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 use him. Time now to get your money out your pocket. It's uh, pound prediction game time. It's nearly the end of uh, the show. Sorry, it's a bit of a shorter one tonight. Time scales uh, and all that. Don't know what we're going to do next week because from uh, in, on Tuesday and Wednesday I'm in London, so that oh, you're dropping this on me. Now. Uh, very very uh, funny indeed and then on Thursday when I'm back tournament time again so it could be Monday or Friday yeah, job, Monday or Friday for podcast fans uh, so we'll wait and see on that one um, so anyway pound prediction
prediction game time one game to predict this week let me just quickly uh, remind you of the rules of the pound prediction game each week myself Nathan and Cam take one English pound and put it into the Mansfield Matters pound pot which has disappeared uh, it's just around here there it is there it is um, which is now gathering more and more pounds as the, uh, the the weeks go on we have to correctly predict the outcome of the game if I say win 2-1 and we win 2-0 I don't get the point it's correct predictions only which which is why we've only got two points been scored so far this season me and Nathan on one apiece Cam yet to score and yet again not here so that pound uh, pot is I think he's not out Camerson I just think he's uh, every now and again just avoiding the podcast so he doesn't have to put his he's, pound he's in the pot he's saving up isn't he that's yeah we've, we've figured I think out. he could afford one a month and that's about it uh, as it's uh, you know I'm sure you're my guest this evening uh, to my humble abode uh, you can go first there is my one I'll British take pound take your one British pound and put it in the pound prediction pot what is your prediction uh, bearing in mind your last uh, three predictions have gone one two one drew to, drawn two two lost two one so where are we going this week this is presuming the game's on by the way we have to do I was going to say postpone so if, uh, if it's we can't predict postpone because obviously if it's if it gets postponed this here's what we'll do if it gets postponed we will just re-predict yeah. uh, but we won't pay so because we've already paid so yeah. um, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for a two nil victory two nil victory I will go for a uh, we have to be ruthless got to be ruthless I'm going to be brave I'm going to say 4-0 <laughs> I'm, I'm going 4-0 Stags I'm going out there I'm going out there I, I don't fair. care I'm, I'm going for it you've got to haven't you you've got to at least I'm in my chance of winning this part that's all I can say absolutely we're going to 4-0 now <laughs> I, I, my word. I, I will just but take I the money. money I'll just take the money it's great <laughs> the money uh, Callum uh, seems to be on your side though in the comments he says it's going to be a tough game tomorrow they've got some good results so far this season uh, but but serve we away from home 3-1 win for the Stags if it's on of course that is fingers crossed of course it's at half past six we are still awaiting news of whether Macclesfield's players have been paid I don't think we will until tomorrow I don't think we're going to find out until tomorrow either Um, we'll probably turn up and then We'll do all the warming up and it'll get no players. It's it'll, someone on the other side yeah. of the pitch. It's just us. Uh, yeah, it, it, we, we still we might. You know, that scene, you know that scene in Mike Bassett <laughs> where they, uh, you know, they played with the imaginary footballers, the best football they played all year. Can we uh, just keep up with, with, with no one against us? We we actually might do all right. We might keep a clean sheet and we might score a couple. Absolutely, you never know. Even right. I might get a game. And then, then again, we might get beat. As I, you know, I did see. Us, I did see his training against mannequins earlier this season. The mannequins won two one. Plays a lot. Oh, it does explain a lot but there you go uh, joking aside of course let's uh, fingers crossed that Macclesfield's players uh, do get paid and the game does go ahead because it's not just about us going to watch a football match they are human beings as well they'll have mortgages to pay bills to pay Christmas just around the corner as well so fingers crossed uh, for them and of course it will give us if they don't if they don't play there'll be no podcast next week because we'll literally have nothing to talk about yeah. <laughs> so we just have to replay this one so let's, let's just get these in nice and early. Uh, let's say we solidify our form, uh, we avoid any toxicity, and we galvanise ourselves as we head to Macclesfield uh, on Saturday. Uh, that's it for myself and Nathan Edge. Cam is not with us this week. I doubt it will be with us next week either because, let's face it, it's now a politician and we don't do that. Um, it's not politics matters it's Mansfield matters so we will see you at some point next week thank you very much for watching thank you for listening Uh, get it on your usual podcast apps and all the other things involved with that as well mtscmatters.co.uk is the place to be this is the show for the fans by the fans why 
Mansfield Matters. It does. Thank you very much for watching and listening. See you next time. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.